Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Is it ever okay for a man to pay for his wife or girlfriend for sex? Believe it or not, an article in SheSaid.com revealed that to help women with low libido get their freak on, their partners will literally pay them in cash money to do the deed. In fact, the research suggests that relationships with women who are paid or treated for having sex with their partners are more successful in the long term than couples who have mercy sex, where a woman <laughs> just gets it on to keep her man happy. So, ladies, should a man say next if his lady wants to be paid for sex? Prostitution is getting paid for sex. I never say all because there are always outliers, but I will say damn near close to all women get paid for sex, whether that's through direct cash money like a prostitute does, or it could be in the form of free food, free rent, free car, free phone bill, free whatever the hell she wants in exchange for sex. Promoting the myth that women don't get paid for sex is like promoting the wage gap myth. It's so overused, and everybody knows it's not true. But I guess promoting that type of dishonesty is the intent behind these types of shows that women watch. And there have been a lot of these shows out there, like Oprah, The View, Tyra Banks, Wendy Williams, The Talk, and now we have The Real. But before I get into it, when I've watched shows like this or clips from shows like this, I'm just reminded of a little one-liner that Stefan Molyneux said, in one of his videos, he said that what you praise is what you become. Now, of course, that can work in a very positive way. When I was younger, around 13 or so, I would always admire people who were very good at reading other people. And a short 15 years later or so, I'm now very good at that. I became what I praised. And on YouTube, I've had a lot of admiration for people who have good editing in their videos. And you can slowly see me working towards that in my own videos. This idea, you become what you praise, can not only be used as a useful tool for determining what path you should take in the future, but it can also be a very useful tool for determining red flags. So if a woman out there is watching one of these trashy daytime talk shows, she is projecting a massive red flag. And here's some of the degenerate behavior that these talk shows promote. Ladies, listen up, because if you think your man's cheating, the key to catching him might be in your pocket right now. Oh, wow. According to Forbes, the insanely popular iPhone AirPods, how many of you guys have them? Yes? Yeah. yeah. I, love I, I love mine. I use them in the yeah. subway yeah. all the time. Okay, well, they have a function called Live Listen, where the microphone of your iPhone can transmit live audio back to your paired AirPods, even if you're not in the room. Wait, write that down. What does that mean? So you can hear what? Okay, so other conversations much, in yes, other rooms? It can turn your phone on to live, and you can walk out of the room, and have your AirPods in. You can have an AirPod in, and you can listen to what everybody in the room is talking about. <gasps> if they're having bad conversations about you, and they won't even know that you're listening. That's racket. I know. So, ladies, are you going to give your friend a side eye the next time they forget their iPhone in your house? I want you to listen to that last part one more time. But not the person who's on camera, the person who speaks immediately after her off camera, the one who intro the topic, Adrian Bailon, listen to what she has to say one more time. That's ratchet. I know. So, ladies. 
In this little clip, and the full clip that I showed before, you can see the host and the woman in the audience agreeing with how terrible this behavior is. But watch this. I love it. I love it. I actually, okay, so although this is technically like a new function that people are recognizing, mm -hmm. I've been doing this for years. What? What do you mean? So there's something called voice memo on your phone. Yeah. And you literally can put it on voice memo, lock the phone, put it down, walk out the room, let y'all talk about me, walk back in, play it back outside the room, listen to what y'all said, walk in and be like, so Tim, would you ever say that like, sometimes I can talk a lot? Like, would you ever say that? Adrian Bailon, the woman who was just talking, agreed that she thought the behavior was quote, ratchet. However, she says that she loves eavesdropping on her friends by recording them with her phone. Now let me just give you some perspective on the statement that Adrian just made. The reel is recorded in Burbank, California. In California, it is illegal to record somebody without their consent. This is why when you get a customer service phone call, it says this call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance purposes. This is why on a camera, you have a red light that stays on while you're recording. This is to notify people that they are being recorded. Even when you walk into buildings, they have to post a sign that says you are being recorded. And in my understanding, the only time it is not illegal to record somebody without their consent is when they're in public. And what Adrian has done on this show is encourage people to commit a crime. Congratulations. Not only did you admit to committing a crime on TV, but you also encouraged your audience to commit that crime and then gave them explicit details on how to do so. And all those women on the audience and all the women in the panel shaking their heads saying, that's ratchet or I would never do that. You must be joking if you expect us to believe you. And not only is this behavior illegal, at least in California, it's also highly immoral. You have a right to withhold information about you. In fact, it's a constitutional right called the Fifth Amendment. You might even refer to the idea of that information as private property. And private property is one of the founding principles behind the success of the West. I get to keep what's mine, and you get to keep what's yours. Well, outside of taxation, but that's for a different video. So when a woman eavesdrops, when she looks through your phone without you knowing, or when she records you without you knowing, she is being abusive because she has taken away your right to withhold information. Everybody has the right to keep things secret. Everybody has the right to not talk about things they don't want to talk about. And this is clearly something that most people believe because most people are uncomfortable with the idea of Amazon or Google or their phones recording things they have to say. I bet that Adrian Bailon, who loves recording her friends and loves recording her husband without their consent, would hate if that was done to her. On to the next show. And I know it seems like I keep repeating this topic over and over ad nauseum, but understand this is something that's really important. It bothers me to no end how much women publicly praise the abuse of children. Why is this important? Well, what is one of the primary reasons that men engage in relationships and marriages with women? It's because they want children. So when women watch shows or participate in shows where they praise single motherhood, where they praise abortion, where they praise a single mother, 
who causes gender dysphoria in her child because she won't use him or her pronouns or she puts the child on hormone blockers because she believes he or she is in the wrong body. Any woman who would clap to this or cry along and get all emotional over stories like this is showing you some major red flags. What you praise is what you become, and if you're praising single mothers, well, I think you have your answer. And speaking of the abuse that single mothers levy on their children, we have another fantastic example from a wonderful talk show by Kelly Clarkson. Um, so you have something you want to say to Mandy? Yeah, um, I just wanted to say that you're a really huge inspiration, and I saw you at a meet and greet, and sadly I didn't have enough time to like tell you how much you meant to me. But when I came out at 12, um, I always knew I was a little different because I was into like makeup and like mm -hmm. girly things. And um, I watched your videos to help me feel better in my skin because I felt like you made me feel better that I could be a boy in makeup. It, I think that what that means though, as well, Manny, is we're progressing. We're progressing as a society to where he feels comfortable. He's like, yeah, I'm 12 years old and I'm gay. That's a really cool thing that our society, you feel comfortable and you feel confident, especially with this mama bear right here who loves you either way. Like, No, Kelly, this is not a good thing. Because being gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender, or any other things that are on the spectrum is sexually deviant behavior. It's behavior that deviates from the norm. And I know the leftists want you to think that gay people are 80% of society, but that's not the case. Over 95% of people are cisgendered and heterosexual. So if you're going to deviate from the overwhelming majority, you better be very careful about that especially with a 12-year-old child, especially with a child who has barely even started puberty, especially when a lot of children who have this type of deviant behavior, and it's deviant by definition, because not that many people do it, a lot of them change back to normal behavior, especially with a 12-year-old child, especially with a child who has barely even started puberty. And you have to be careful about this stuff because a lot of times, Kids will think they're one way when it turns out they're another way. A lot of kids who have sexual dysphoria, you know, boys who think they're girls or girls who think they're boys, change their minds as they grow older. So telling a young 12-year-old that he should be publicly declaring that he's gay and that means he's going to be gay for the rest of his life, otherwise he's a traitor, is not good for him. Because four years down the road when he's 16 or 17, he might think differently. Now he might not, but why would you need him to declare that at such a young age on television? Well, I'll tell you why. Because there's something that the radical left doesn't want you to know. Now, they will insist to absolutely no end that anybody who is gay is gay because they were born that way. And yes, that's partially true. I believe some people were born gay. However, there's another way that people become gay, and that is through sexual abuse during childhood. And that might also be through heavy suggestion that sexually deviant behavior is completely normal to young, young children. I mean, these days, how many children are coming out as transgendered? Was that even a thing 10 years ago? And I mention this because I have a suspicion here. But let me play this clip first. Um, it was hard being a single mom. And when I first uh, had two boys, you know, his older brother is rough and tumble. And when Jerry came along, it was different. And um, we're always close and buddy buddy so I thought maybe it's just a phase maybe it's because he's always with me mm -hmm. and then I kind of realized okay this is here to stay and I wasn't sure mm -hmm. do I embrace it what do I do I was wasn't scared that he was gay but I was scared how people were going to treat my baby absolutely there's three red flags for abuse that I want to point out in this kid's mother one she is 
morbidly obese. She's she's massively morbidly obese. When women get that overweight, this is often the case. It may be that when she was very young, too young for it to be appropriate, that she got a lot of attention from older males. Now, if she does not want that attention from older males in adulthood, what she's going to do is eat as much as possible and make herself as unattractive as possible so she doesn't attract that very uncomfortable attention that she got when she was a young child. So that's red flag one. Red flag two for child molestation or for child abuse in the mother is her really childish voice. When you get abused as a young kid, if you do not get treatment for that abuse, your voice will arrest at the age that you got abused at for the first time. So if you were abused when you were six, if you were molested as a six-year-old, then your your voice will stop developing at that six-year-old age. So you hear a lot of women who are abused as children who will sound like they're children. They'll sound like they're six years old, they'll sound like they're seven years old, they'll sound like they're eight years old because they haven't developed past that initial abuse. And this is something that's not their fault, by the way. Well, it's not their fault to a certain extent. If they become adults and they don't get treatment for that, and they have children who they then act out the abuse on because they didn't get treatment for their childhood trauma, then they are completely guilty. Which leads us to red flag number three. She's a single mother. And this follows the abuse narrative on part of her son because in single mother households, children are 30 times or so more likely to be abused when a man who is not the biological father is in the home. So, and then when Junior showed me the video of Manny's dad, it helped me kind of release a little stress because you feel kind of guilty. You know, what did I do? Is this my fault? (laughs) Did I do something wrong? Um, And seeing Manny's dad helped me kind of just let some of that go because you're not sure how people are gonna think or act or what they're gonna do. And I felt maybe like I'm not such a bad person. I'm not a bad mom. It seems to me like single mothers are always trying to rationalize this, but yes, you are a bad mom. You did not provide both of your kids with a stable household and a biological father. Now, with all these red flags here, I'm not saying that it's a 100% chance this kid was turned gay through abuse. I'm just saying it is very likely he was, though he would have to tell his own story. But if the mother is going to say, it's not my fault and I'm not a bad mom and I have no responsibility here, well, maybe she did. Maybe she put her kid in a situation that was very unfavorable to a child that caused him to choose deviant behavior that by her own admission, she worries if that is healthy for him or not based on what other people will perceive him as. But certainly, that's not going to stop the cast or the audience of this show from praising her for her bad behavior towards her children. Hats off to you. You have all my respect as a single mother. That is the hardest thing ever. I'll say it one last time. What you praise is what you become. Listen to those women clap and cheer when this person says she has respect for a single mother. Give that some thought. Now it's current year in 2019, and we live in a society where people will attack you for literally anything, so I feel like I'm obligated to say this. I have no problem with gay people. I have a gay friend who's a teacher, and he's a really cool guy. What I do have a problem with is them promoting sexuality to young children. And what I do have a problem with is them promoting single motherhood like it's a good thing. But as for this video, I think that's enough. So if you liked it, hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new. 
comment, and share. If you'd like to support the channel, then you can do so either through PayPal or Subscribestar. Both those links are in the description. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to my BitChute channel. Otherwise, I will see you in the next video. Thanks for watching.